0: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six
1: thirty Chad six thirty Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. brought to you by Digitex Office Equipment Solutions North America wide yeah Digitex does that D I G I T E X dot ca on Oilers Radio six thirty Chad
0: everybody bob Stoffer and cody jansen with you it's 107 in edmonton this is oilers now which is brought to you daily by our title sponsor digitex they wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software we'll tell you the guests of the show receive gift certificates to japanese village don and his staff are thrilled to serve you again for dine-in and take out orders full details at jvedmonton.ca can text us at any time on our Ashley Fine Floors text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for over thirty five years. And uh, momentarily, we'll head back to the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at uh, the same number seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Uh, River Cree Resort and Casino. When the province gets back up in Adam, they'll get back up in Adam as well. Sportsnet Spec, it's a Tuesday for the horses and horse racing in Alberta. Our province's horse racing and breeding industry has introduced new safety protocols with thorough vet checks, stricter rules, and tougher penalties, employing Albertans, caring for our horses, horse racing Albertans. Epstein's mother has texted the show saying, Bob, since you're talking about etiquette, what about establishments that do not provide uh, multiple... Ramekins of ranch or blue cheese for chicken wings. There's nothing grosser than seeing two guys dipping into the same ramekin. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs>
1: what do you expect I ruined, i've ruined a couple salads by pouring blue cheese on oh, thinking it was ranch oh yeah
0: no no we're, but what we're talking about mark is somebody orders uh you know blue cheese or somebody orders uh you know like 12 hot wings for a table and it's two dudes sharing the hot wings and there's only one ramekin of ranch and they're both putting oh their i see <laughs> yeah well
1: I guess that's where we are, Bob. We care about
0: all that stuff now, don't we? We, didn't we them, sure we do. Now. <laughs> we, didn't use, we didn't care about it up in Rat in the late 1980s, I can tell you that. No, right we, now. Didn't. Yeah, no well, we didn't. I was, uh, uh, the only reason why we were having chicken wings was to take a break from the booze. So let's cut to yeah. yeah, the here. Last I point. checked, we all lived through it, though, Bob. I would <laughs> add that. Absolutely. You know, but Mark, you and me, we were we were raised in a generation where we walked six miles uphill to take the bus through minus. 30 and wind every day to go to junior high school you know what i'm saying
1: well i had to walk the rat every once in a while when the when the elevator was busted so that was that was a pretty long haul <laughs> <long laughs> up seven
0: floors to get the draft cold draft beer i tell you some Come guys will, some guys will do anything <laughs> for a pop won't they that's right <laughs> oh that's funny i was gonna say i had to walk home a lot from rat over the years as well yeah we'll just that stadium car park i'd end up getting that ticket for yeah would be sitting there overnight for sure yeah absolutely all right uh you put a tweet out today on oscar clef Bomb. tell us about it
1: yeah he uh, has surgery on thursday in cleveland he's been in cleveland since the weekend doing some preparatory uh, sorts of things you have to do before surgery uh, and this is a big one, Bob. You know, when we spoke to Oscar, you'll remember he. Like people are asking, how come it's taken this long for him to get the surgery? Right, he played. He last played. What was that? Uh, didn't that Chicago series end in in September or August? I can't even remember.
0: Uh, anyway. it, yes, August. What was the
1: last game? August, August, right? August the Started seventh. Late July.
0: August yeah. the seventh.
1: Okay so that was his last game and people were rightfully wondering why it took him so long to have the surgery yes. till today till March 25th and you know his issue is he's got arthritis in the shoulder it's isn't just like a torn up shoulder or a, right. or a, you know a rotator cuff or one of those typical shoulder injuries that you know what to do with so He's having this surgery, and no one's saying much from either camp, the orders or the cleft-bomb camp, but this isn't an everyday deal here. This isn't an everyday surgery where, like all of them, the press release comes out and says Oscar's doing great and he's going to play. Let's hope that's what it says. I expect it to say that, but uh, Oscar talked a lot to us about, you know, being able to lift his kids later in life. Yeah. and what's, what's post-hockey life going to be like for me if I can't raise my arm above my head? So this surgery has to work here uh, for a young NHL player, Bob, to be able to continue a pretty darn good career, right?
0: Yeah, and, and you know what? I mean, Darnell Nurse has stepped up and been un- like Speck, is Darnell Nurse in the mix for the Norris Trophy, or is that an Edmonton-centric perspective?
1: Uh I would say that because I consider in the mix getting votes in the top 6 because there's six players that get listed three get announced but there are six so yes he's in that mix is he in the mix to be a top two guy I you know I'm not sure about that let's see how things unfold but uh he's a he's the guy that you want to that you want to win the Norris in that You know, offensively, he's producing great numbers, but he's not just a one-trick offensive guy. I don't like when the Norris goes to a guy who just gets a bunch of points. You still have to be a defenseman. And to me, Darnell Nurse is still a defenseman. He's tough in his own end. He plays hard. He defends. He'll hit you. He'll fight you and he gets a bunch of points. To me, that's the definition of an all-around defenseman, ball.
0: Oh, come on. He's been a spot picker this year, Speck. He's fought Milan <laughs> Mal- <he's fought laughs> yeah. Lucic and Adam Lowry. Like, yeah. uh, and, and I'm thinking to myself, how It was kind of like last year, Drysaddle was the only guy that played in 3v5 situations, right? Anybody that was in like sort of the final 3 or 4 for the MVP, he was the only guy that was thrown out there in 3v5 and in Nurse's mm-hmm. case, he's got a dimension that all those other defensemen don't have and oh by the way uh he's leading the league currently in even strength goals and even strength points it's interesting with cleft mark because we have an expansion draft so what do you do to do you protect do you protect him if you're the Oilers, or conversely do you expose him and 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 this is this is where you would need to know what the insurance is on that deal if uh, if if Oscar had a shoulder issue before he signed the seven-year extension, uh, that would lend me to believe that the contract would not be insured. Uh, but I, like, I... Um, and for the listeners that aren't aware, usually, rough estimate, we're talking, insurance picks up about 80% of the money on a deal. So in Oscar's case, like, we all know he's a legit top four NHL defenseman all day. Uh, if, if, if he's available to the Oilers... And you have Nurse and Clefbaum as your top two left-pairing defensemen next year. That's a pretty good starting point. But there's a question mark for me of do you protect him? And then the other part of it is if you know he's coming back and you definitely need Larson back on the right side because of what he brings, that shutdown presence, does that preclude you and take you on a little mix of re-signing Tyson Berry? Well, uh, it depends.
1: Clues Tyson Berry hitting a home run here, that's I would say that to you. Uh, I think Ken Holland at this point is building his financial model around having Clefbaum back. You know, in the end he's he's in the end he's a very he's a very good player on a very good contract, right? You know, the doctor may he may come out of surgery and cha- plans may change, but at this point you're trying to build the best team you can and imagine how good this team would be with an Oscar, a healthy Oscar Clefbaum. Uh, as a top, you know, two guy on the left side. So now you move on. Did you would You know, there's a lot of things here, Bob. Let's say they go the seven and three route in expansion and, and protect three defensemen, which is what we expect, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So you protect the nurse. What if you sign? Uh, let's say you sign Larson before uh, the expansion draft, which is yes. highly likely. He's going to say, okay, if I'm signing there, you got to give me a no move. Yep. So now I'm protecting him. So now i got one guy left here. I, if I sign Barry, he's going to say, I'm not signing with you and going to Seattle. So if I sign Barry, I'm protecting Barry. Now I'm leaving Clefbaum open. If I don't sign Barry, now he's going to be UFA. Who knows what happens? Do I protect Clefbaum with a iffy shoulder, or do I protect Ethan, Ethan Bear? Bear. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a real puzzle, and uh, Kenny Holland is the puzzle master. He's going to have to figure it out.
0: See, and I look at this, Mark, uh, and I know there's, I, I had somebody send me a ton of, uh, you know, you and me have a slightly differing view on, on, on McDavid and Dry Settle. We're not going to revisit that on today's show, uh, other than to say we, we both know they're playing very well right now. Uh, but just in terms of the difference between Barry and Bear, and uh basically this person suggests Barry creates more offense but gives more up and Bear is actually the better five v five defenseman and he's at a decent price point and and I look at the cleft bomb variable as potentially altering what could happen for Tyson Barry. Because Cleft okay. Bomb could because Clef Bomb could play on the power play, nurse could play on the power play, and oh by the way, they have a potential right shot up. Op- Option that they don't have to protect in Bouchard. So if they know Clefbaum's coming back, maybe you don't you, need Barry. Then you don't. Maybe you don't need Barry. You. I think maybe we agree. They definitely need what Larson brings. Do you agree on that? Oh, for sure. And at a and a lesser
1: number, than, you know he's not going to be a five million dollar player. I think I don't. He, Larson makes four point one right now. I'm not sure you have to pay him four point one in the next deal. Not in this economy.
0: I, so, I, I, I'm going to tell you. I think it's going to be somewhere between three point five and four. Okay, Okay, there you go. So there's a guy you get back at the same number, let's say, just for...
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Uh, Marines.com. I've said this, Bob, since you and I have known each other. Every team I've covered that wins has that defenseman, right? They've got Matt Green, or they've got Brooks Orpik, or they've got Jason Smith, or they've got... Rob Scuderi or they you know you just keep going down the list every good team has Ken Danico on it sitting there in the third pair that when you're when you're down 3-2 late in the game he's not playing but when you're up 3-2 late in the game Boy, is he ever playing? And Adam Larson is that guy for Edmonton. That is a component of a championship team that they have that's not that expensive and that they got to keep. So I absolutely would fall over if for some reason Ken Holland managed, managed to keep Adam Larson on this team.
0: Mark, we're also seeing a different type of defenseman evolve, okay? And we're seeing the rangy sort of guys. And this is why I would have never said this in training camp, okay? Uh, because I thought this guy looked awful in training camp but' uh-huh. I've, wa- I've watched a fair amount of Bakersfield play and as you know play in the American Hockey League can be pretty sporadic for defensemen mm-hmm. they might they might have something in Marcus Niemelainen. okay he's six foot five he's meaner than William Laguson he's a little bit bigger and I think he I think he's got a, a little bit more of a quicker twitch and Laguson is a guy who I mean Seattle may end up picking Laguson up if he gets, uh, you know, some might say, what about Caleb Jones? What about William Langison? You know, one of those two guys, theoretically, it's funny how Caleb Jones, we're not talking about him as being a, a stone-cold mortal lock as a keeper right now. I mean, he's struggling to stay in the lineup, and right now he's out of it. But they got another guy, anima Leinen, coming. They just re-signed. Like, they've got some depth on defense. They're light at forward prospects. I think you'd agree on that. But they've got a lot of defense prospects. We haven't even mentioned Broberg. So um, yeah. it's, it's it could be. Golf. Yeah, who obviously got derailed from the shoulder injury. I mean, I've, I've talked to guys that have been on the ice and they have point blank said that Nima Linen's further along this year right now than Sam Marukov was last year. Now he's a year older. Uh, you know, 27. Actually, they were from the same draft year. I now I got to check, but, uh, anyhow, the bottom line <laughs> here is it's, it's it because the Oilers have got some bigger defensemen coming that can move and skate. And, you know, you know, the old saying, Mark a small competitive guy beats a lazy big guy but a big competitive guy uh often wins out over the smaller competitive player so it's going to be they've got some some juice from a team building perspective on defense we've thrown some numbers around on barry we've sort of capped it at five um but if you know you have lars or, or uh cleft coming back i'm not sure you know that, that that could be a difficult decision to make um and i don't Mark, do you think there's much of a market? Like people, say, they're not going to trade Tyson Berry right now. We know that. Would there well, be a Would there be a market in the off season for Ethan? Like Ethan Bears played pretty well here oh, you know, for sure over for the sure, last sure. three games. Yeah.
1: I mean, you got to make. You know, you got to. Bobby, you got to bust some eggs to make the omelet, right? You can't just fall in love with every player you have. And I include all these guys in this. I include Tyson Berry in this. I include Ryan Nugent Hopkins in this conversation. I include Ethan Bear in this conversation. You can't just come back with the same guys, you know, and think that it's all going to be a happy ending. This, This team might be at the stage where they have enough defensemen that it's time to turn one or two or one in a draft pick or maybe just one into the right forward. You know, you got to get a third-line center around here to be a successful hockey team, full stop. And you got to improve on the left-wing spot next to Dreisaitl if you want to be a, yep. a team that can win a Stanley Cup, full stop. And you can't just sit around and start drafting 18-year-olds and wait for them to catch up. So oh, yeah. hey. at some point here... Yeah. You got to break the omelet here, and you got to you got to reach in your lineup, and you got to make a trade that fans are going to hate until you start winning games, and then they're going to like it.
0: Mark, just for the record, I mean, I've done the math: RnH uh, at six, one of Barry uh, at five, or uh, Clefbaum at four point two, Larson at four. Um, that gives the owners room in my in my world to potentially look at adding a. Uh, a four million dollar left wing and a four million dollar goaltender. When we come back, I'm going to give you some quick hit, quick hitters spec on some, mm-hmm. uh, keep them or let them go when we return on Oilers now. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector with you. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We're going to bang off some of those as well. You're listening to Oilers now brought to you by Digitex. Welcome back, everybody. It's 124 in Edmonton. There's an old saying in the car business, Car's got less than Lesson with But Outstanding customer service is a key to business as well. Brent Ridge Ford has hooked up our man Cam Moon. They are a 10-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Why do they win it? Because they treat you fairly when you buy a vehicle. They offer fair prices on warranties, insurance coverage, and financing fees. Uh, i got to head out there uh, on Thursday. Looking forward to seeing them. Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. Lend- they can help you out. Uh, they can... Uh, lend you a hand you can reach them at 18774773673 at Brentridge.com. We bring aboard Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing in Alberta. This text comes in. Bob, can you explain to me, in it's out of Edmonton, in what universe or in reality, how it is exactly we are missing Clef Bomb this year? The defense has not taken a step back. We haven't missed a step in most every single game. And a real argument can be made that we've actually progressed with Clef Bomb out of the lineup. We do not need him, and we should not be protecting him, and we should hope Seattle takes him. That's a text that comes in. You can text us at any time at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. This text comes in and says, Bob, what would it take to get John Gibson out of Anaheim? In my opinion, a stud goalie, the last missing piece. We get that we're uh, contending now. First round pick, Benson and Bear, something like that. Get it done for Gibson. Uh, I'm not sure. Gibson's having a terrible year. The the the, the Ducks, uh, whatever that stat is, uh, spec saves above replacement or whatever, he's yep. amongst the worst goalies. I I think he's just worn down. I just think it's a bad deal in Anaheim. So interesting stuff. I love Gibson. I think, I think we he's... learned,
1: Bob, we learned here over the years it's impossible to judge a goaltender when yep. the team in front of him is as leaky as the Ducks are right now. It's, it's just unfair, and you're bound to be inaccurate.
0: All right, Mark, I'm going to say something you're not going to like. I'm not convinced you need to spend on the third-line center, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. okay. You've got Haas – or, sorry, you've got Turris. Would you re-sign Haas at a million bucks or left? less based uh, upon how he's been deployed this year? Sure.
1: Yeah, I will, but hang on a second. He's playing so much because Turris isn't.
0: What about right. if Turris is playing? What happens to Haas? Well, I, I think that you got two right-shot options there. Would you bring Kaira back? Hey, Haas and
1: Kara are better players than Taurus, Bob. So now you have the question is, would you bring Taurus back? That's the question.
0: Well, Taurus is under contract for another year, so you're. you're I'm asking you, Bob. Are you to saying you're buy- your
1: losses on this guy?
0: He's not as good a player as Haas, and he's not as good a player
1: as Kara. Stop okay. right there. And you have two. Am I wrong? Have-
0: uh, this year he has not been on the level of those two players. You have two other options that have played center this season. One guy who's plus 15 and got 17 points in 17 games in the minors and can skate like the wind, okay? And that guy is Ryan McLeod. Like, he can fly. And then you have Dylan Holloway who it is of note uh, in the Big Ten championship game, did not play a lot at center, didn't take any faceoffs. He's excellent on faceoffs. So I wonder if something happened there. Uh, but, I mean, one of those two guys could be in the mix. You could have Haas and Kira in the mix. Do you bring back Devin Shore, Mark Spector?
1: Well, it depends on a lot of stuff here. If, if Tourist is in my lineup and I'm keeping – here, which I would like to do, and I'm keeping Haas, I now have three fourth-line centers, right? None of them are a third-line center on a good team. If I'm bringing up McLeod, I don't want – McLeod's not walking in to be in my third-line center ahead of all those guys because he's not ready for it. So I
0: got too many fourth-line centers on my team, Bob, Right. But Shore can play left wing, Cara can play left wing, Holloway can play left wing, McLeod yeah. can play left wing. All right. So now is
1: Holloway playing for the team? If he is, that's that's one spot gone. If McLeod's playing for the team, that's another spot gone. At some point at some point here, Bob, I'm gonna have to look at my whiteboard and say, I can only have one of Haas or Shore, let's say. Right? Yeah, see, so and I, that's I, a decision I, Holland's
0: gonna have to make. See, I think one of Holloway or McLeod can make it to start next season. Okay. Okay. At the start of the year. Sure. I do, th- I do think you could go, I, I, I don't know if you buy out Taurus. Uh, it's kind of like buying out Gribe a couple years ago. A lot of people question that one. And I think we gotta see what Taurus does when he gets back in this year. Maybe that's, you know, not playing as the kick in the butt he needs here to get going. So I, I just wonder, Haas, Taurus, k Rashore, uh, two of those guys are right shots. Two of those guys I, – I actually like Shore, if it was me. I, and Shore's going to be cheap. Like, come on, man. He didn't even have a deal. Like, you're probably going to be able to get him. At at least,
1: like not- he's a fourth-line
0: player. Like, we're discussing –
1: we've got here we've got four fourth line players right but
0: we've we've established they're going to be able to spend on left wing on second line left wing and okay, I'm, okay and i'm assuming they'll find a way to get Nugent hopkins done because i think it's important that they they find a way okay. to, to make that happen so you, you bring in a left wing at four million bucks you got nude so you can either play nude or dry settle as second line center yamamoto um is not going to kill it out of the park on a short-term deal. That's just the reality of the situation. Your right side is set. Pull your RV, Yamamoto, Archibald, Cassian, all right shots. Perfect. So I, I, I'm the other thing, Mark, take a look at the third-line center options out there. There aren't a lot. So that's well,
1: the that's, part. that's a separate conversation. If I can't find a legit guy that I look at and say on a on a very very good team this guy's a good third line center I want to say you know a guy that I've always thought that about in, in today's terms would be a Michael Backlund. I think Michael yeah. Backlund, on a good team, if he's your third-line center, your second-line center, you're not good enough. If he's your third-line center. I think you got a good team. If I can we get got- a guy like that that works, I'm going to do it. But you, to me, Bob, you're stocking up on fourth-line players, and then you're going to play some of them on your third line. They need a better third line in Edmonton
0: than the one they I, got. All right, good stuff. Speck, uh, we'll talk later in the week. Thanks for your time. <laughs> all right, Bobby, have a good show. And that's Mark Spector. Uh, Alan May coming up after Global News, Weather, Traffic Update, Eileen Bell.